what's good, y'all, y'all. It's me, Zayla. And, and I, I, I am, I love how I just started recording, start recording, recording these episodes, episodes so, so, so randomly. I'm so like, 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 so, 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 it's always, always, like, like often, often, type of shit. shit. Um, um. Shit. Um, I, just, I just got, got this idea, idea because I was, because I was, <laughs> so I was tweeting, tweeting about it because I think I still got it. I got it. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, 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 Birthday, birthday, celebration, celebration, whatever. And somebody, somebody had taught how they how black, how black people, people like, like make coats, coats into, into the outfit, outfit or like or sometimes the whole thing get post so I was like, so I had to add on to that. Black people do whole, whole outfits. And then that led me to saying, we need our accessories. We need our outerwear, our frames, our scarves, hair ornaments. It might seem like we're being extra and gaudy, but we definitely be doing energy work when we get dressed and when we dress others. Miriam Hasna might classify it as sacred adornment. Um, And then I said, this reminds me of when I was talking about the fact that some people will be looked at as materialistic sometimes when they have certain things. Integrity and balance should always be prioritized, but sometimes that materialism is necessary to honor their lineage or something. I said, you would be surprised what constitute a spiritual assignment. It might be something you look at as so mundane, so goofy, so trivial, but then when you do it, you see how much it set so many other important things in motion. And you can't explain it to other people in ways that will satisfy them because it wasn't about what they think. It was something you needed to do for you and yours. No answer will ever be good enough anyway. Um, yeah, so let's talk about it. Let's let's start with um, what I was saying about sacred adornment. That's like I said in the tweet. That's a term that I was introduced to by Miriam Hasna, who is one of my very first um, <laughs> spiritual teachers from the Internet. Um, I've been following her work for well over like six, seven years now. Um, and she was very instrumental in helping me understand um, energy dynamics and shadow work and things like that by the content that she created. Um, I took a class with her, uh, once before as well. Um, yeah, she's always, always very much on point when it comes to talking about energy work. She is who I've learned the most from for sure. Anyway, I don't know. I had to kind of give her some praise there because I, I really have learned a lot from from her but um yeah so she has she she calls sacred adornment she usually is talking about it in relationship to jewelry um and different kinds of you know things that accessories and things like that 
Um, and so I, it's really talking about using those accessories and the, and she, she probably, I'm pretty sure she has like some, like she went in depth about it more in like, um, in something else. Like if you, so if you want like detailed information about what she classifies sacred adornment as look on her website because I feel like there's probably like a lecture or a course or something like that on there where she talks about sacred adornment I didn't attend that I'm just going based on um like the times that I've seen her discuss it and talk about it sorry if this is making a lot of noise um but yeah so like I'm talking about you know how she describes it but I'm also kind of I also kind of look at it a certain way as well and like I might need to come up with my own term um I don't know but the the concept I feel of sacred adornment is um when you're adorning yourself and putting things on your physical vessel that assist you in maintaining and fine-tuning the vibrations that you are you know what I'm saying around or that are around you um and things like that um and so when I was talking about the fact that like we be doing energy work when we get dressed I'm talking about the fact that like I'm from Detroit so (laughs) I'm from a very, and I feel like being from Detroit, I have like a a very um, important perspective on this based on what I grew up in and how I lived and what I witnessed. So being from Detroit, Detroit, like, first of all, Detroit is the blackest city in the country. You know what I'm saying? Um... And we are also like one of the flyest cities, you know, we're the home of Motown, you know, Detroit has set a lot of trends and has been home to a lot of really, a lot of trendsetters and a lot of people who really knew how to uh, create looks that were iconic. So as a, and as a result. And I'm not just talking about like celebrities and singers and people that was on Motown. I'm talking about just the quote unquote regular, regular people. Like my mother, for example. My mother is the perfect example. And like really, it's like it was passed down to her from her mother and her mother. So my grand, like it's always been important. How you look has always been important. How you dress, how you dress your child. You know what I'm saying? It was important that black people, specifically black girls, but black people, it's not, I'm saying specifically black girls because, because of the way feminine, like the way that the understanding of femininity, the way that, I'm sorry, the way that femininity is understood by society, um, 
it's like it forces you to prioritize the way you look and what you put on your body so that's why i'm saying especially girls but that does not take away from the pressure that's on boys too because please believe if you a boy and you looking bummy and crusty you you might not have to face the same consequences as a as a girl it like the consequences might be less harsh but you still gonna have consequences that's the reality um, let me bring this back to what I was talking about. Um, I'm a Mercury sag, a, a natal Mercury sag, so you got to bear with me. I'll be all over the place. But it's like everything I'm saying is connected. You know what I mean? I'm trying to give context. I'm trying to layer what I'm talking about to give you more understanding so you can to help you understand my point. So um, in Detroit, it's like a big deal, like how you look. It's a big deal um, how you dress. How you dress determines how much respect you're given, essentially. And I know that's not just in Detroit, but that's my experience. When you dress a certain way, when you um, when you look expensive, it's not even just, oh, you get treated better when you go out to certain places. It's, oh, you get more respect. Like, if you're known for having fly-ass outfits then you just get more respect because people assume that if you look fly, that means you got money. If you have it, if you look, well, if you, let me not say that if you look fly, because we can look fly even when we bummy. Like I didn't seen the poorest of poor people still manage to look fly because like, that's not something that's being fly is not something that's determined by, how much money you have or how expensive what you're wearing is but looking expensive looking fly and looking expensive is two different things and they're both valued in detroit but when you look expensive when what you're wearing looks expensive when you got on a coat that got when you got on a fur coat or a the a butter leather coat with fur on it and you got the bag to match and the boot match the bags and the wallet matched the bag and your hair is done so you spent the bag on your hair your nails done you spent the bag on your nails your boots bag wallet all match and it's all designer your diamonds dancing you look expensive you get more respect because people they feel like you either got money or they can or that you're connected to somebody who has money so that gives you a cert that gives you a certain appeal, but even beyond that, it's like it gives you a certain amount of like people revere you. Um, and so that's one reason. And it's like yes, that's very superficial, and it's it's there's a shadow side to that as well. Um, however, it's like some people just came into this world and they it's like they was just born to live that life they was just, it seemed like they was just born to be to to look that way or to have those things you know what i'm saying be, and if you look at the their birth charts it'll probably spell it out for you why they why they have certain things and why they life look a certain way um but so what i was saying was um yeah sacred adornment um that's the superficial aspect of it you know like but 
it's it's not just superficial. So when a nigga put his chain on and his watch on <clears throat> and it's fitted and his whole little fit and he going downtown, you know, to fuck with the hoes or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's being superficial. And yeah, like he's putting he putting he he's putting on what he believes is going to you know, gain him the most attention, maybe. You know what I'm saying? He's putting on the stuff that's bling bling cuz he's trying to attract a certain type of woman or a certain type of attention. But if you look at the metaphysics of that, like yes, we can say, "Oh, like you're just doing that for the hoes and da da da." But if you look at, and it's true, like there's not, nobody's denying that. But if you look at the metaphysics of that, it's, it's really showing you the way that sacred adornment and what you, how you dress and how you look, how much of a role that plays in, um, manipulating the, frequencies around you and the vibrations around you you understand what i'm saying so it might not just be oh they just grab a watch that's shiny shiny because it's gonna attract the hoes no some niggas is gonna grab a certain type of shiny watch and they might not even realize why they're doing it it might be something that they're doing intuitively you ever seen a person and it looked like and it's like you can tell that they did not plan that outfit that they just threw some shit together, but it still looked good. It still looked fly because they got dressed intuitively. They didn't plan it out, but it still ended up looking right and it still ended up working. Um, so it's the same thing with us. Then, like, we can take it even deeper. Like, I started off with the male aspect, but really, I, I identify more with the feminine aspect of it in the sense and when I say feminine like I really don't even want to use that word I'm using that word as like a placeholder because like I I just simply can't think of any other word that will convey what I mean right now but from the feminine aspect of it of like you know how important it is for for us to have our hair done and for our hair to look a certain way and for our clothes to look a certain way for our outfits to look a certain way you know what i'm saying um not just for us as individuals but the women that are dressing their children you know what i mean that's it's it's very in it's it's very intentional even if it's subconscious the intention is still there because even if they don't even if they don't really unconsciously understand that they're that the beads that they putting in their child's hair is um contributing to like protection because when they swing their hair and clack the motherfucking beads they're like dispelling energy around them. They might not understand the the energy mechanics of all of that, but there's still an intention like this the, there's still intention there because you got to go to the beauty supply and get the motherfucking beads. You got to pick the beads out which one is going which ones is going to go best with 
the their current wardrobe and how is it going to how the colors going to coordinate how they're going to complement each other all of that is energy work as well even though they're not thinking about it like that because all of those things matter when it comes to manipulating and curating the energy field around you the colors what you're wearing the material so when mothers are doing that painstaking fucking work of thinking about what beads to put in the child's hair and all of that like that's something that's that's looked at as just like oh we all do that that's but it's more than that you know it is it's sacred adornment um And it's the way that we have been able, it's part of the way that we have been able to, you know, maintain as we were kind of like in this state of, what am I trying to say? Like in this unconscious state of not really understanding and knowing who we are those methods of energy work were like those methods of energy work helped sustain us um so then let's talk about what i was talking about as far as spiritual assignments and about how sometimes they don't look sometimes they might look materialistic to other people or to you i was about to tweet this analogy out but i said no nah, i'm gonna actually put it in like my newsletter and my podcast that way if you actually want the information instead of just making it available on twitter no nah, you're gonna have to engage my shit you gonna have to you're gonna have to contribute to my numbers um sorry i didn't mean to start ranting (laughs) i'm a little raw right now if you couldn't tell um but yeah so let's talk about it spiritual assignments that look that look superficial so let's say you're online shopping right and you get this urge to buy a cobalt blue Yves Saint Laurent bag or something like that nah fuck fuck that let's say (laughs) cause I don't even want to use Saint Laurent because y'all most of the people I'm talking to not buying Saint Laurent but um I'm not buying that either just let me put that out there I ain't trying to make no dividers I ain't buying Saint Laurent either um let's see uh i'm trying to make it a little bit more like realistic okay let's say you get the urge to buy a cobalt blue telfar bag that's that's more like it the biggest one and the belt and the hat to match and you like, mm, where did that come from? 
because you remember seeing these things but it maybe it it might it might not have been like the type of thing where you saw it and you were like oh I want that it was just the type of thing where you saw it but it's still like loaded in your conscious it's still like in your subconscious so you like mm, now why would I you know like because you know like that Telfar is affordably priced but you know we in a pandemic so that's kind of kind of a lot of money to be spending on stuff like that you got the money but you like where is this coming from where's this urge coming from but for some reason you just it just won't leave you alone it's nagging at you buy that bag buy that purse if you like me you might even divine on it first you might even divine on it first And let's say you like me and you divine on it and like you, you do, you shuffle the cards, you know, looking for a yes or no card and you get the fucking ace of pentacles or some shit or like, you know what I'm saying? Something or like the motherfucking 10 of pentacles or ace of cups, something, something that's telling you to go ahead and do it. Especially if you're talking to your ancestors and you know, like your spiritual court. So, you know, so you getting to go ahead. You might even have heard, you might even hear your, your spirits, your ancestors telling you like, yeah, go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get it. And so you buy it, buy the bag, buy the belt, buy the hat. And so then three months later, you're walking around, you're wearing the bag, you're wearing the hat, you're wearing the belt, just minding your business. And somebody stops you and says, I love that bag. I love how you have it paired with your outfit. Oh my goodness. Da 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 da. da. And they just start talking to you. And then that person is a like becomes like an investor in your styling business or something like that. Or you start you y'all are talking about the color blue and how like you styled it. And you start talking to them and like you might kind of feel you might kind of feel your energy open up and feel yourself saying, yeah, I I um paired it with this dress from um that I got from this great uh small black owned boutique. That's da 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 and yada yada yada. Sometimes I go there on lunch because my office is across the street oh where's what's your office what kind of work do you do i do such and such and such and such oh my gosh i need somebody to do such actually my granddaddy needs somebody to do such and such um let's 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 exchange information and then you got a repeat client and that's like you spent you probably you might have spent six six hundred on the bag the belt and the hat and then you, that bag, belt, and hat combination and how you styled it and how you paired it led you to a client that's bringing in $6,000 every month or not even, or like every year, whatever. And you might not even realize the connection between Oh damn! I had to spend some bread and buy some 
you know, superficial shit that I didn't really, that I thought I didn't really need because I already got bags and hats and belts and stuff like that. And I didn't particularly want it, but my spirits told me to get it. I got it. And now it brought me another avenue of abundance. And somebody might hear this and be like, you just talking about money and money. Well, some people need money. You might have been walking around with that stuff like and then like right before right before that happened. You know what I'm saying? You might have got a call about the fact that your Nana needs to go like needs a fucking um, nurse and nobody and nobody else in the family can afford to hire a nurse for her. And before you even get a chance to think about how you can contribute and how you can help, then this happens and damn that's enough to at least pay a nurse for a few like a few days a week you get what i'm saying so that's what i mean about sometimes materialistic shit is not just materialistic shit for the sake of materialism and even and then like there are other ways like i'm i'm giving an example that's easy to digest because of how useful it would be to have an extra six bands in your pocket well even fuck every month every if you got an extra six bands in your pocket every year that's worth the 600 that you spent on those materialistic things is it not an extra 500 dollars every month ain't nothing to sneeze at hell i could take an extra 500 dollars right now you know what i'm saying but let's even look at it like they told you to get that shit and then it led to you like I don't even know like getting invited to a party and like at this party you met somebody that completely changed your life and they became your mentor so maybe it didn't lead directly to money but it led you to a great experience and somebody in your life that's probably priceless you get what I'm saying? Those with that materialistic shit. Because maybe your parents knew because your parents told you to get that shit because they knew that how you was going to rock it and how you was going to style it and how they was going to influence you and help you creatively to put it together. What it was going to do for you, how it was going to bless your life, how it was going to help elevate your lineage and put you in a better position and your people in a better position. You feel me? And it's the type of thing where it's like the way I just explained that you not always going to be able to explain that to somebody and have them understand it. They might really just be looking at you like this bitch spent six hundred dollars on some shit she didn't need while we in a pandemic. What the fuck wrong with her? We not even going nowhere. Da, 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 da. And all of what they saying could make a lot of sense. And the end, but it's like, what's the point of you explaining shit to them? Because the only reason they would even be reacting like that to you is because they already like on that vibration of I don't like what you got going on. So why would you even try to explain to them why you did what you did? It's not the same as like a celebrity getting online and being like, what billion dollar thing should I spend money on today and tweeting that out to like 
millions of poor people. That's it's not the same thing. Buying some shit for yourself because your spirits influenced you too, and then being like reaping rewards off of it is not the, is not the same thing. You're not a celebrity. You know what I mean. You're not, you know what I'm saying? But it's like you have to kind of start thinking in that celebrity, not the celebrity mindset, but you got to start thinking in the mindset of like, people going to have to get get used to me having nice shit. Now, people ain't got to put up with me bragging about it and throwing it in their face with, with all the wrong context. Because again, like I said in my tweet, integrity matters, balance matters. It's certain things that you, it is, it's not about keeping it a secret or, or being scared. It's just certain things you're not going to post about. And it's not even about, oh, I'm trying to be sensitive. It might be that. And there's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with being sensitive about the things that you're, the things that you're putting into the world. But it's not even about that. It's just like certain things you're not going to want to share. Because it's like. I don't even want to open myself up to other people's opinions of what I got going on. Because I don't feel like explaining myself. I'm not going to explain myself. And I don't even want to deal with that energy. Um, so yeah. Energy work. Sometimes it happens through things that you think think are mundane or trivial or and then like how we I've, okay, so I've already been talking for 30 minutes. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it on up, <laughs> but I'm gonna also like um do I'm gonna write a, a newsletter to accompany this because this might honestly because now that I can do um podcast on Substack I might make I might put this in the newsletter podcast but it is definitely it you know what yeah I'm gonna put this in the newsletter podcast I'm not even gonna put this on the uh on the regular one I'm gonna make this so that if you're gonna hear it you gotta subscribe But yeah, so I just wanted to get on here and talk about that real quick, um, just to kind of give perspective as to, first of all, to give perspective on why you shouldn't be pocket watching and why you should be minding your own business. Um, because it could be things you're missing out on that could be putting you in a better position and you're missing out on them because you're spending time judging what other people are doing or questioning what other people are doing with their money and you really don't know what they're doing they could be eating a fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich um they could be eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich out of fucking Celine bag and it looks stupid as hell to you but they might be doing ancestral reverence. You don't know what people are doing. It doesn't matter. You're trying to figure it out because 
you're trying to figure it out because for some reason you think it's more beneficial to pick apart what somebody else is doing rather than focus on your own stuff. Um, I don't know who that was for, but yeah, that's all for today. Peace.